we're back. Yeah, we are. Back again. Yeah. For another uh, for another round of the bludgeoning, and this is a big. This is probably the biggest episode that uh, we've had in the canon for. Ready to shoot off into an enemy ship for a while. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got lots of ammunition. We got lots of ammunition, and uh, yeah, we're uh, this is a big one. This is my interview that I did with the one, the only Barney from Napalm Death. This is a big one. I was pretty, uh, pretty fucking nervous for this interview because, like, I'm Napalm Death. Or like, this, this is not just like a. Like, it wasn't just, like, the bigness of the band, which, yeah, I mean, Napalm Dust is a pretty big band. It's the biggest band we've ever interviewed, probably. Well, up there. Well, yeah, definitely up there. And, uh, but this was a stadium show. Never had, like, you know, got, like, tickets to a stadium show before. Like, an arena show. Like, getting press passes for that, it was pretty wild. Well, when we saw it, we went to Buffalo, to the show in Buffalo together at yeah. Darien Lake. And then you did the interview in London, right? Yeah, the next night in London. Which seems like it was like a year ago. Yeah. But. It was like six months ago. Six months. It was insane. So like the, uh, the shows are basically exactly the same. Between like this, we're talking about obviously the uh, Slayer final tour. Yeah, they keep going. Yeah, the final tour keeps on going. Like perpetually. The final tour that never ends. And Lamb of God always on the bill. And they're, like, they said that they're still going to do festivals and stuff. Yeah. They're just not going to do big, big tours like that? I guess. I don't know. But this tour was, like, it was amazing, you know. If you're listening to this, you probably went. Slayer, Anthrax, Testament, Lamb of God, and um, Napalm Death opening the show. And uh, it was actually sweet. At Darien Lake, where we went, it was a big amphitheater. It could barely hear Anthrax, or uh, Testament, and... Napalm Death. Actually, no, we didn't even get there in time for Napalm Death. We didn't see Napalm Death. Yeah, the, yeah, we didn't even get, any, get we were in, late in time. getting in. Yeah, the big lineup getting in. Missed them. But the um, it was so much better in London in an arena setting. You could actually hear all the opening bands, no problem, and actually see them. Yeah. And like, and I was, I managed to uh, Napalm Death's uh, awesome uh, management gave me floor seats. Which was pretty sweet, and I was able to uh, work my way to the very, very front row for Slayer, which was a uh, one of the highlights of my uh, my adult life for sure, of my music loving adult life. Anyway, yeah. um, I wouldn't break it anywhere near my wedding or the birth of my children, but it's up there. <laughs> well, the birth of your children hasn't happened. Yeah, yeah. I guess I don't know. I won't know that for a couple of weeks whether I think it's better or not. But yeah, like going up to the show. Like had to having to like go into this like press area of the arena and be like, hey, can I have my pass now? And when do I meet? And then I had to text like anyway. It was pretty cool when I when I went backstage to meet. I uh, Barn their Napalm Dust tour manager tech was texting me during Anthrax, and he's like, as soon as Anthrax is done, meet me at this uh, outside of this one gate. And we'll go do the interview during setup between Anthrax and Lamb of God. Because they didn't want to be able to hear, you know, Lamb of God during the interview or whatever. And you'll actually will hear a little bit of Lamb of God <laughs> at the end of the interview. But, um, uh, and anyway, as I'm walking to the back, and um, earlier, actually, no, this was before the show. Before the show, I was walking to the back and trying to figure out where I'm supposed to go. 
and I see Scott Ian from Anthrax sitting there at a little table eating McDonald's or some kind of food, some kind of fast food, some kind of food out of brown bags with his daughter like 20 feet away from me or this little kid anyway. I don't know if, I don't know the situation if it's his daughter or what. I'm like, holy shit, that's Scott Ian over there. <laughs> but I, I, I couldn't go up and talk to him. You know what I mean? No, there's certain situations where you don't interrupt them. Yeah. You know, like when we went, uh, when we met Yari, he was eating. You don't interrupt the guys when they're eating. Yeah. It's just rude. Especially when they're with a kid. And they don't give a shit about you. I know it sounds like rude, but they just want to fucking eat their food. Let them eat their food. Yeah. They're just normal people. Sitting there having dinner with his daughter or granddaughter niece or whatever it was. I'm like, I can't. I would. I want to say I want to meet Scott Ian, but I don't want to meet him in that way. And that yeah. he's like, man, this fucking dick. <laughs> I have a buddy who met Alexi Leho, and he was just crushing a sandwich, and he just didn't give a fuck. He walked up and said hello to him. And yeah, it's it makes for awkward encounters. Yeah, because they got a mouthful of food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like my band? Okay, yeah. Cool. I like the sandwich. I'm gonna get back to the sandwich here. <laughs> <laughs> I know when I'm eating the thing i like the most in the world is the whatever's in my mouth <laughs> and the only thing i care about yeah and it was funny because so you'll hear at the inter- beginning of the interview asking barney about how he's about if he's a tough interview because outside the show outside the arena i was talking to this guy in the press area who was telling me he was bragging to me about how he's got a radio show with a million listeners and he interviewed barney at uh, heavy mtl and he's like, oh, watch out for Barney, man. He's a real dick. He's a real dick. He's a real this and that. And he's like, oh, he, don't call him Barney. Call him Mark and this and that. I'm like, what the hell is up with this? I was like, I never heard anything like this. And um, what I slowly started to discover talking with this guy is he's a bullshitter. An absolute unbelievable yeah. bullshitter who keeps getting into all these big festivals and stuff, interviewing big bands. And I'm sure Barney just saw right through his bullshit yeah, so the thing is, maybe Barney was a dick to him because maybe you're the dick. Yeah. Like, you ever think about that? Yeah. So, anyway, enjoy. This is uh, the interview I did with Barney from Napalm Death back in... Well, actually, there, there's actually news with Napalm Death. Have there. you heard? Uh, I think it's Napalm Death, anyways, that... Um, you know these like crazy things where the internet gets a hold of something and they vote someone in to yeah. somewhere where they don't belong. Yeah. I think Napalm Death is being voted into like an MTV Pop Festival. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I think it's Napalm Death. I could be wrong, but I'm fairly certain because it's all about Napalm Death. Used to do grindcore, right? Yeah, like they were pioneers of yeah, yeah, that yeah. sound. Yeah, it was something like saying grindcore pioneers are getting voted into an MTV <laughs> festival. And uh, they're at like 85%. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, and they're actually, Napalm Death is actually talking with MTV to actually do it. That would be so funny. Yeah. Who was it? There was like a, there was like a deathcore band a couple years ago. Or was it Tech Death? Dying Fetus. Okay. They got to play Download. Yeah. A couple years ago. Because right? of a fan vote thing? Yeah, it was the same deal. What do you mean Download has a lot of metal bands on it? Does it? Oh, yeah. Well, I was just, I'm just regurgitating the article that I read. Are you sure it was Download? Pretty sure. I'm not 100%. Well, I mean, and by metal bands at Download, I mean like Slipknot. 
you know, yeah, Lamb like of God. popular ones. Yeah, not Dying, dying Fetus. fetus. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Dying Fetus. Again, it's I'm a little hazy, but I figured I'd just bring that up. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it is kind of funny. I want to see that. That'd oh, f- I hope it's recorded. Oh, it would. Ha- someone. Is there anything that ever happens in this world that's not recorded anymore? That's true. Do you think like the the hardcore Napalm Death fans are going to go to that? I would. I'm not like a hardcore Napalm Death guy, but I w- if I was like in the area, fuck yeah, go see Napalm Death at a pop festival. at a pop music festival just, just like, to see the reactions of the people. Like huge pit breaks out. Yeah, man. That I, it's it's either going to be extremely hilarious or extremely pathetic. And either way, it's it's going to be extremely entertaining. Yeah, it's a car crash. <laughs> it's a car crash that's worth watching. Yeah, not unlike interviews I do. They're car crashes, but they're worth listening hey, to. Yeah, we're getting better. <laughs> we're our problem is we just leave it in the canon. We don't. Yeah, them I'd out. see. There's nothing wrong with our actual interviews. It's uh, releasing them, actually getting together and releasing them yeah. because we're busy motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, well, I'm a busy motherfucker. Well, yeah. Shit happens. There's <laughs> yeah. things that have happened in the last couple months that kind of force us out of the yeah, out of sync. So, we apologize to any band if you're actually listening to this that was like where the fucks are. Yeah. Here's right. here the fucks your interview. Here's the interview. So, here's the interview I did with Barney from Napalm Death from earlier this year or later last year, I guess. Enjoy. Ciao. Bye. Welcome to the Bludgeoning Podcast. Uh, let's join us here with. Do you like to go by Barney or Mark? Uh, okay. Barney? Barney's the general sort of consensus. So, yeah, that one guy told me he was like, "Don't make sure you don't call him Barney." Oh really? Yeah. Would, uh, somebody causing fucking trouble. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've also heard people are like, "I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to be interviewing Barney from uh, Apom Death," and they're always like, "Oh shit, man, you're in for a hard time." Is that like a thing that you're known for? A rough interview? I was like. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I, I would probably say the opposite. Yeah, that's I'm what I'm, every, every interview I've ever watched with you, you seem like a I'm very quite friendly. friendly fellow. You know, well, I like to think anyway. It's yeah, I was talking to this fellow outside, and he was like, "Oh man, good luck." I don't know what you're talking about, man. I, All right, you know. Maybe, yeah. maybe he was. Maybe he doesn't like what you say on stage. Yeah, I guess. Who knows? You know. Yeah. As a as a political band, is it kind of weird being on a big tour like this? When do you have fans like, you know, when it's not most just Napalm Death fans, you know, you have sure. Lamb of God and Slayer. Far from it, yeah, yeah. Lamb of God and Slayer bring their, I mean, they're not those kind of guys, but, you know, rednecks and those kind of guys yeah. like to come to their shows, right? Is that kind yeah. of I mean, tough I'm, to deal with when you guys, well, what you guys are saying on stage? Oh, no, no, because, you know, surely, surely, um, if anything, you don't preach to the converted. You know? Exactly, yeah. You know, the, the world is... It's not just one bubble, you know. It's 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 many things. Um, just to rewind a little bit, yeah, of course it's it's there's different uh, 
point of view of whether or not Napalm is a political band. Okay. Yeah. I, I would suggest that the things we talk about are actually transcend politics a little bit. They're, they're human. Like they're human. human things, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Although I am a person from quote unquote the left, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm I, libtard, as they say. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of mockery goes on, it's, you know. But. Um, um, so yeah yeah it's, it's it's not a problem you know because you have to in life there are some fairly tough scenarios you are you're you're always going to meet people in whatever you're doing in life who have diametrically opposed right, viewpoints yeah. you know but surely one of the problems with the world as it is is that people would rather not talk to each other and would rather kick seven bells out of each other you exactly, know exactly yeah so we have to deal with that i mean of course there are going to be tricky situations here and there like i'm not going to particularly enjoy somebody in front of me being either racist sexist homophobic or anything like that exactly. i don't want to hear it you know yeah. but it's not for my benefit it's, for, it's nothing to do it's with for, me yeah. you know it's about the world that I would like to live in. Exactly. You know? yeah. So, so uh, yeah, it's it's not tough for us really. You know, it, it's 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 something that you have to deal with. You know, is um, is the world the but metal? Of co- but of course, sorry to. No, no, to, go ahead. No. But of course, you, you know, like anything else, people that come to these gigs, it's a microcosm of what's out there in the world. So yeah, sure, you may get some people with viewpoints that you might consider a little bit tricky you know hard to stomach but then there's going to be a whole bunch of other people who think exactly the same as you yeah. and people that are in between of yeah. course you know so that's the world for you, you know? do you find since like you guys have been around for a long time do you find like in the early days when you saw lots of in england you saw lots of what british what's it called the british first Nas- national front national front of british saw a lot of that Party, and yeah. in america there's you know the neo-nazis well, in Canada. Things. We have the yeah. Proud Boys. And yeah, Hammerskins. All, yeah, all, I, I know, all this yeah. kind of stuff. And oh. you used to have to fight that physically a lot yeah, back in the day. Are you seeing that coming back, or do you see any other way to fight it? Because I've noticed. I mean, I'm only 30, but I've noticed. I've never seen that kind of stuff at shows before the last five years or so. Yeah. And I'm seeing. Guys, to see I'm starting to see shows, guys yeah. at shows wearing Confederate flags, yeah. wearing wearing uh, Proud Boy shirts, wearing Aryan yeah, Nation shirts. Yeah, which you is, see which it a is, lot, which and is, people, are, people are comfortable wearing that shit now. Which is fucking depressing. It is know? very depressing. I mean, this, this, like the general scene that we're in, I, I always thought to me, and maybe I was deluded, but it always thought to me it was an alternative lifestyle, you know, so it didn't, it didn't conform to the more conservative elements of, right. of, of life, you know. So it's it's really quite something, but not unexpected, you know. So at the same time, so you know what? Here's the thing: I used to be very, very confrontational in the sense that if I even saw somebody with anything resembling a, a runic symbol or a, a swastika, I'd fucking go for it. Right. You know? But these days, I tend to step back a little bit and, and try and like. Well, runic say, symbols are difficult too because you have a lot of good bands from Norway that they're not racist bands. Yeah, of course. Of course. You know. But of course, on the other hand, runic symbols do have associated. There are certain ones that are very used very, very uh, often by. by, Especially in the black metal. Yeah. But, so, um, I forgot my point last night, but. um, 
the what the metal if you if the metal world is similar now to when it was in the 80s yeah 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 i mean y'all used to kick off all the time and consequently so did those people as well so the first two napalm tours in america were fucking not particularly fun you know we we're having to fight our way out of situations right every other night and that was when they, these people would show up like brazenly in numbers right. at gigs aryan nations right and you were touring with a lot of hardcore like, bands at the time too right because they yeah, dealt with that a lot too they dealt with that a lot too you know so it, mass brawls depressing as fuck you know it's the thing that things have got to that point you know is that the i've always heard rumors of and stories about this show in la in like 88 yeah but that was not is that a fan that was nothing to do with right wing and right. anything that was just general nuttiness is that actually know? that like is that story exaggerated or was there actually like you know the story i've heard is that there was a whole bunch of different gangs in the yeah, show there was and there, gangs, was a, yeah. there was a guy who was on angel dust walking around with his intestines wrapped around his head no no not that quite story's that. gotten blown out of proportion not quite right? that but a guy got stabbed uh, and fell out of the back door of the venue you know and just the general levels of enthusiasm exceeded what I was <laughs> and put, there was like a guy jumps on stage and we always t we still recount this story amongst ourselves now a guy jumps on stage there's a smoke oil in a smoke machine okay yeah fucking grabbed it and drank the smoke oh my like god that stuff's fucking toxic as yeah hell, you know? so so there was all sorts of stuff going on but there was no neo-nazi because let's be honest most places in that area of california if you're like a neo-nazi go to a gig not a good idea certain areas like pasadena no no it's the southern california i heard there's a lot of that problem yeah there is but not like not in the la around center now where there's yeah. like a bunch of mexicans and well and 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 like like caucasians who will not fucking take yeah stand for that shit, right. you know so so yeah i mean going back to the original question i try not to fight these days you know what I also wouldn't want to shut down these people's opinions. You know, if they have those opinions as misguided as I find it, then they'll have the right to those opinions. Right. It's when they take that to the next level and they fucking bully people. That's what they are. Yeah. They're bullies. That's what fascism is based upon. Elitism and suppression and oppression of right. other people's, yeah. you know. You know, and here in Canada, we've always been like, oh, it can't happen here. And then Brexit happened and then it happens in the States. And now it's happening here. We've got our own version of Trump here in Ontario now with Doug Ford. And yeah, you've all you've all, I mean, to be fair, following North American politics, they've always been there. We've always, they've always been there. But it's just now they they're more audacious and right. they feel they can put their heads above the parapet in the world. They think the, they look at Canada and be like, oh, Canada is this. Like liberal liberal paradise not, yeah, yeah, not yeah. at all no 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 in the that. cities of course like everywhere yeah, else no i understand that you know but but um it's everywhere man southern eastern europe you know you've got you've got neo-fascist uh, movements legitimized by governments down there it's fucking it's not a good situation does does the modern political climate make it harder or easier for you to write music it's does never it, been it, it, I, I wouldn't i wouldn't sort of I couldn't tell you it was harder or easy. It's the same. You know, I, I know there's a lot of stuff that's a little bit kind of exaggerated now with the Trump kind of phenomenon. Things do tend to be a bit theatrical and right. and it, it kind of makes things sound a bit, but it's, it's never been any different really. Right, you, it's just more you in your think, face now. You think yeah. back down the years, all the stuff that's been going on, you know, it's really no different. We're really not that far removed from Reagan and Thatcher, right? Well, no, you know, it's just that Trump's a bit more audacious and a bit more 
missed the theatre and you know so it, taking advantage it, of the new it's cycle. actually it's actually like a stage play this whole thing with him you know I mean you know of course I find some of his off the cuff disregard for other human beings fucking despicable you know but it's like but at the same time it's dressed up in this theatrical thing you know and it's just like so that's almost a diversion because it actually detract it actually distracts you from some of the real stuff that's going on like conflicts of interest like him being a president and basically his own business interests right. being Hotels. somehow intermingled with and I don't get that, that that's what flabbergasts me is the thing that just that alone hasn't like already led to like impeachment you know or the, the impeachment going so far you yeah know, so. well it's, you've said before that terrible things create inspired music I don't know if you remember saying that I, I is think, that something I you think, believe still? a lot of people say that yeah. well I think I think I think the world and the the quest of the thirst for power the thirst for wealth the thirst for land you know the thirst for this is this, this that's what creates certainly in my mind to my mind you know right uh, I mean the current thing really is this whole thing about refugees you know and this kind of separation of people into different categories oh well they're okay because they're refugees oh they're they're not okay because they're economic migrants migrants or this or that you know what who are we to judge why people relocate and move around the world in right. fucking dire situations you know mm -hmm. it's it, it's 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 so arrogant and pompous mm -hmm. you know not to mention inhumane. Especially if you call yourself fucking religious and don't let someone in. Like. Well, well, that that's another issue, yeah. But, but I mean, I, I don't. The, 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 it's this like two, perhaps even three tier, like thing, you know, where people tend to forget that Europeans migrated all over the world like 300 years ago. Otherwise, you no, wouldn't have the. No world one complains about an illegal German or illegal Australian yeah, living in your community. But to, but to me, the whole thing about illegal immigrant is a nonsense. Oh nobody's illegal yeah. let's get that straight yeah. you know nobody is illegal you know yeah. it's, uh, uh, we're only illegal because of laws and borders that were made by people with power and wealth to suit their own interests right so a human being cannot be illegal that's always my start it's just, point, you it's know? just it's just sounds so stupid it does sound stupid and it is stupid as a concept yeah. you know so so we have this current climate where there's this whole thing's been whipped up and people that should know better as well are, are like suspicious and fearful of, of like people migrating from other parts of the world you know and it's 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 not good it's not a good situation no and it doesn't seem to be getting any better it's going to get worse before it gets better yeah, sure. yeah. hopefully I, there'll it, be an awakening you know of some sort you know. you know it might have to be another two years yeah three. well i mean who knows who can put it on is know. the new album going to have a lot of political i mean you always do a little bit but is the new album going to have a lot of these thoughts on it yeah, i mean sure. it always seems to do that right? for sure yeah it will it will are yeah. you working with russ again for the new we album we are working with russ again yeah, do you know when yeah. it's when it, when it plans on coming out or uh it's going to be next year don't know when yet because next year seems to be the uh, Next year, because it was 2018. General, right? Yeah, next year is a job. It definitely won't be 2018. Yeah, it will be 2019. When in 2000, Have you guys recorded a lot of it already? Or? Music, almost. Lyrics, some. Yeah. yeah. 
So when you're on a big tour like this, do you like to do a lot of writing? Or I can't, mate. I, I can't write on tour. I've tried. There's too many distractions. I need to be isolated. Right. I'm gonna try. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and like fence myself off a little bit soonish right. and, and get something but when you got these big shows every single night you're done well any shows right any shows you know it's, it's there's too much going on you know there's in the general cycle of touring there's too much going on you know so do you guys, for me at least other people are different do you find it uh, kind of strange to be on like you guys don't do a ton of humongous tours like this we don't do any but yeah you know. mostly like you guys are used to headlining small small-ish theaters you know yeah 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 and, do you, do you like smaller. doing these big shows or you know what I, here's the thing i deal with anything that comes my way you know yeah of course our natural environment as you quite rightly say is small intimate clubs yeah hopefully no barriers you know right and stuff yeah like like that. Let people go nuts yeah yeah that's our preferred thing but you know what as, just, as we spoke about towards the start of this interview i'm napalm's putting it's musical and it's ideas and it's it's ethos out there to a fair amount of people that would just not be exposed to it right i'm saying that's a good thing yeah you know like i say why preach to the converted all the time what are you achieving if the right. end result is to is to a make artistic statements with your music because that's what we do right. effectively and b if you are a band such as us get your ideas out right. there on I see, you know, I see a lot of young people on this tour at the show, because I've been to two shows now on this tour, yeah. and I see a lot of people 10 to 16 years old here with their parents who grew up listening to you guys and Slayer and all the bands on this tour, so, you know, if you can convert and convert some 15-year-old fan who's here to see Slayer, why not, Yeah, right? sure, 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 And sure. you guys have always, I felt like, a lot of bands who've been around for as long as you guys don't stay in, in people's minds as much. You guys are always releasing stuff, whether it be an EP or a compilation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that something you guys do intentionally? To no, no, it just happens. You just have so like, much recorded? No, no palm is spontaneity. We've, you know, so there's no rhyme or reason to it. You know, we don't have a managerial master plan. Like, okay, here's two years. This is then, this is then, that's then, that's then. It just doesn't work that way for us. Right. You know, we'll one day, we might, like Shane might say to me, the bass player yeah, might yeah, say yeah. to me, um, oh yeah, this uh, hardcore label, who are friends of such and such, want to do a split with this band, you know, that we like. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, do we have a track? Yes, we do. Let's fucking do it. You, you know? seem to always be keeping up with, because you guys do stuff, You is it you that does stuff with Egalock? No, not Egalock, um, a black metal band. I was reading on Wikipedia, maybe it's Shane. Shane probably yeah, and on that. And on that front, yeah, yeah Shane, Shane oh, that's played Shane. on okay, their yeah. albums, yeah. And yeah. like, well, you guys always seem to be, you know, doing stuff with. Well, they're not really new anymore, but. Yeah, I mean, like, like my Shane does a fucking thousand things every yeah. week, you know. Um, he me, likes to be always doing new. Yeah, stuff. me, I, 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 I get asked to do stuff. You know, I like to put back into the musical community. You right. know, if people ask me to do some guest vocals, I'll do it. You know, as long as I. I've got the time to do it. Right. B, I won't do, again, as we talk about, I won't do anything with lyrics that, that are you don't agree with. racist, sexist, right. homophobic, you know. You don't want your like name that. on anything like that. Well, right. it's not, I don't, it's not necessarily I don't want my name on it. You just don't want it coming to your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to, what would I say? Yeah, exactly. Something like that, you know. Um, one question I wanted to ask you, do you know who Zack Sabre Jr. is? Mm. The, the British wrestler in Japan? He... You know, I spend a lot of time in Japan because... 
various reasons, but I don't know that. Name. He's a British professional wrestler. I don't know if you'd like pro wrestling or anything, but he he's in Japan and he I guess was friends with Stuart Lee, the comedian. Okay. And he has his finishing move. He's very big in Japan right now, and his finishing move is called Orienteering with Napalm Death. Blimey. And I was wondering if you knew who that was or what the story behind that is, because like it's like he's he's very very popular right now, and I was wondering like if you guys even know that you guys are being mentioned on Japanese TV no, every single night. No, that's a good. That's thanks for that, because I'll check that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big metalhead guy too, I think, and yeah, you should almost look up with him. Wow. Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, he's he's finishing every night. They're like, I were in tournament at Napalm Death. I wonder if Napalm Death even knows yeah, this no, is going no, on every didn't. single night. We, we tend to find those little snippets of things here and there, and we're like, we kind of scratch our heads sometimes going, how did this happen? You know? like, like, how did you guys get a show in Nepal? They just they got in touch and said, do you want to come? You said, sure. Okay, you know, how was yeah. that experience? Yeah, it was Because you've got to be one of the only metal bands that have played there. Maybe Maiden or something. Well, I mean, see... Well, first of all, we don't necessarily class ourselves as a metal band, you know? Well, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I take the point. But it's yeah. like, um, see, Napalm is, one of the things that sustained Napalm down the years is the fact that we would go places where other bands wouldn't go. They'd be too scared to go. Like Russia. Because they'd had, yeah. they'd been, had their heads filled with false information. Right. We we always we were never scared, you know, right. to go places. So there's people that want to see you. You're gonna. Go yeah, there. we went to the pool, and it was good. Uh, there was a few issues, like the local police weren't too keen on the fucking noise, you know, and they got a bit shirty, you know. I saw on, videos of it. Came, a lot came of came on people stage there. with batons and all like, get the fuck off the stage. Really? Know? Yeah, yeah. And um, and there was the the the, the you know the, the thing that fucking on the downside that really fucking made me, and it reinforced you know my my a lot of my feelings about stuff but i saw a street kids oh yeah like crazy like begging underneath the come underneath where the dressing room thing was because it was outdoor and a little tent and, and then i saw people literally living in ditches on the road oh, no. you know that country's fucking poor man you know as a result you know as a result of many things but Probably at the source. No, no. Probably at the source. A result of the fucking unequal world that we live in. You know the the policies that have been enforced. Upon. A lot of their religious rules keep them people down too. That are just made up. Sure, shit. in the in the present, but at the root, yeah. a lot of it goes to back to imperial history. Oh, absolutely, yeah. All right, Bernie. Thanks a lot for doing this, yeah, man. Sure. You can hear Lamb of God in the background now. So yeah, yeah, thanks a lot yeah. for doing no this. No worries, man. Anytime. Cheers. Cheers. Thank Thank you. Yeah.